Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life for the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 25 Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. My God, I have put my trust in thee. But let me not be confounded, neither let mine enemies triumph over me. For all they that hope in thee shall not be ashamed. But such as transgress without a cause shall be put to confusion. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Lead me forth in thy truth, and learn me, for thou art the God of my salvation, and thee hath been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, thy tender mercies, and thy loving kindnesses, which have been ever of old. O oh, remember not the sins and offenses of my youth, but according to thy mercy, think thou upon me, O Lord, for thy goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. Them that are meek shall he guide in judgment, and such that are gentle, them shall he learn his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For, for thy name's sake, O Lord, be merciful unto my sin, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is among them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Mine eyes are ever looking unto the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and in misery. 
The sorrows of my heart are enlarged. O bring thou me out of my troubles. Look upon mine adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Consider mine enemies, how many they are, and they bear a tyrannous hate against me. O keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be confounded, for I have put my trust in thee. Let perfectness and righteousness dealing wait upon me, for my hope hath been in thee. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the book of Haggai. In the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, saying, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, This people says, The time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses, and this temple to lie in ruins? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. You have sown much, and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. Then Zerubbabel the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua the son of Jehozadak the high priest, with all the remnant of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the presence of the Lord. Then Haggai the Lord's messenger spoke the Lord's message to the people, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts their God on the 24th day of the sixth month in the second year of King Darius. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 35th verse of the 7th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge? 
is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness 40 years. This is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear. This is he who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our fathers, the one who received the living oracles to give to us, whom our fathers would not obey but rejected. And in their hearts they turned back to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make us gods to go before us. As for this Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days offered sacrifices to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hands. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you offer me slaughtered animals and sacrifice during forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You also took up the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god Remphan, images which you made to worship, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he appointed, instructing Moses to make it according to the pattern that he had seen, which our fathers, having received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David, who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling for the God of Jacob. But Solomon built him a house. However, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands, as the prophet says. Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. 
Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who hast given unto us thy servant's grace, by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity, and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. We beseech thee that thou wouldst keep us steadfast in this faith, and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of the only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome. Just a couple of brief thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, our first lesson comes from Haggai. We open the book of, of um, Haggai this evening. Haggai is a prophet, and the time period is um, after the the end of the Babylonian captivity. So the remnant has been returned to Jerusalem. And, and remember that the remnant, the first, what brought Israel to captivity in the first place was their constant uh, idolatry. And God would always send prophets to, to make them aware of their idolatry and to hopefully turn them back to the right worship of God, which would then lead to the right, uh, the right treatment of others. Uh, essentially, love you know, God and neighbor, the, the two commandments that everything hangs on. Um, and that was what was to make them special among all the other nations. Well, they would not listen to the prophets, and they continually turned to idolatry, which is what led to the Babylonian captivity. Now, the remnant were the people who were still faithful to God in Babylon, but wanted to come back to Jerusalem. And so they, they came back to Jerusalem, and they'd been in Jerusalem 16 years, and there was this... Um, big effort to rebuild the temple to get the worship of God back off the ground because remember the temple was necessary for uh, the forgiveness of sins and for the atonement and for uh, the people uh, the Jewish people to have a relationship with God so that building was um, a requirement and it seems that after 16 years they um, were less concerned with rebuilding the temple, they left it unfinished, and were more concerned with living their own lives day to day. They, what we're told is that they, they finished their own houses, so everyone is living comfortably in their own houses, but the temple um, hasn't been finished. And so uh, God sends Haggai the prophet to go get them back on track. And because it's the remnant, uh, the people this time will listen to the prophet. They will, you know, okay, you're right. We need to get back and, and rebuild the temple. And so uh, in, in this particular instance, the, the prophet was successful. 
one thing I wanted to point out um, was that, you know, Haggai speaking um, for God, so God telling Israel this through Haggai, he says things like, you know, you drink but are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves but no one is worn. And he who earns wages, earns wages and puts it into a bag with holes. And this, this kind of, um, is, this is definitely applicable to us now. The things that keep us from the right worshiper of God is the constant chasing after our other idols. And idols for us, and it, it looks like they're beginning to, to see that idols aren't necessarily, no one's going to go and, and, and make a carved, carved statue and start worshiping it in their kitchen. Um, it is, you know, we're, we're concerned with the, the acquisition of wealth or, uh, you know, food is too, too important a place in our lives. Anything that is, is more important to us than God is considered an idol. And we find that, that we're unsatisfied, you know, no matter how much of the thing that we love that we get, it never really satisfies us. So C.S. Lewis says there's a, a God-shaped hole in our heart. And, and this is kind of what Haggai is speaking to is that um, although you pursue all of these things, it's never enough. The only thing that's going to be enough, the thing that you ought to only care about is God and, and pursuing God. And so that's kind of what he's saying here. There's also um, a mention of uh, Zerubbabel and Joshua. Zerubbabel is the governor of the remnant in Judah, and Joshua is the high priest. And um, there's always been this, you know, this this duality in the governance of Israel. There's been the king, you know, the ruler, uh, King David. There's been the priest, the person, the high priest in charge. Um, Zadok would be a good example. And together they were they were supposed to keep the nation on track with right worship of God. And every once in a while, a prophet would show up on scene to kind of get the the king and the high priest back on track who were to lead the nation in the right worship of God and in the following of the commands and making sure that that kind of that kind of happened. Um, but those three those three offices, um, Jesus comes as all three of those things. He comes as the high priest, as king, and as um, as prophet. He speaks for God. And so those those are the three things that come and and, and that's um and so we have all three of those things now with with uh, Jesus who was the high priest in his own crucifixion, offering himself to the Father. He he is ascended into heaven, seated on the right hand of the Father on the throne of heaven. And, um, you know, he sends the Holy Ghost um, and speaks for God in that way. So kind of as we're, we're looking um, toward the long stretch of Trinity where there's not, uh, you know, where we, we get to live in the, the realization or in the, uh, the reality that we will rise from the dead, that Jesus has conquered to death and that uh, the Holy Ghost has descended upon us. Um, you know, it's important for us to to look to God in, in that sense. Um, going to the the Acts chapter, we have, um, you know, St. Stephen, who is one of the first deacons, uh, patron saint of deacons, as well as uh, he's about to become the very first martyr, um, is, is uh, you know, really telling off the people that are about to stone him. 
Um, but he does it in a way that it's, it's, it's kind of, um, you know, he's, he's saying like, this is the pattern that you are following. It's a pattern that we kind of talked about that, that um, God sends a prophet to get you away from idolatry, but, but you continually turn to idolatry. And St. Stephen is saying this with Moses um, and even Jesus has come and you have rejected him. And, and he's, he's speaking this to you know, the Jewish leadership that you, you are stiff-necked people. Um, and, and he's doing this not necessarily to make them upset because that doesn't end well for Stephen, but to give them the reality of their situation they cannot turn away from their own rejection of Jesus Christ unless they know that they have rejected God and that they have followed into their own, um, that this own pattern that, that has been so prevalent in Israel's history. And we'll notice that uh, Saul, you know, is, is supposedly present here as well. And so um, Saul does know this and, and, uh, perhaps maybe this speech is is to prime him for his um, his dramatic conversion on the road to Damascus later on in the book of Acts. But anyway, there's a um, couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, we will continue this evening, since it's Wednesday, with the uh, Litany for the Church and Evangelism. So you can click the link in the chat bar and uh, please say aloud the italicized portions as we pray the litany this evening. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God. For all of the prayers and intentions of those who are present, that God would bless our Trinity season and that uh, we may grow in the faith in a deeper and new way. We ask God would open up new doors of mission and ministry within our diocese, as well as bless the current um, activities related to mission and ministry, and that God may also bless the synod that is coming up this weekend. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to, to comfort and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
being in patience under their sufferings and happy issue of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please you to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you. Good night, Have everybody. A... Good night. Thank you. Well, good evening, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.